Hi, this is Kevin McCullough. Thanks for listening to the Christian Outlook podcast, where we cover today's issues from a perspective that honors your Christian faith. Our podcast is brought to you through a partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I trust you'll enjoy. You know, every month we give you an opportunity to compete for five books right here from our publishing arm, Salem Books. And all through the month of April, we have been promoting Extravagant Love. And um, that is a book exploring God's passion for us. And uh, Carol Ingo uh, Everett has uh, been the author of that book. And so I want to give you a little bit of an idea. We're going to talk about that right now with an opportunity to uh, get to know her a little bit better. And I want to remind you that this is a book that we are highly recommending. She's a nationally known speaker and best-selling author. Her distinguished publishing career includes writing for Southern Living Magazine over 14 years as their home's editor and co-authoring several books with the magazine, notably At Home with Southern Living. Currently, she invests her skills uh, full-time writing Christian books and military history memoirs, and later sparked by family steeped in military service. And folks, you know I love history. Uh, She leads uh, women's conferences and uh, is very active at the First Baptist Church of Orlando. I know her pastor very well. And uh, with that, Carol, we uh, certainly welcome you to the Bill Bunkley Show. Well, thank you so much, Bill. It's my pleasure. Tell us a little bit. How did you land on this book after such a distinguished career with uh, Southern Living Magazine and uh, the Lord leading you with uh, a beautiful a heart on the cover of your book to talk about uh, God's passion for each and every one of us. I, well, thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. I appreciate it tremendously. Um, actually, the, the the interesting thing about Extravagant Love is that it was a book that I wrote um, actually uh, just a few years ago, three or four years ago, and uh, it almost uh, came to fruition, but some things happened, and it was put on, placed on the back burner, and then came forward again just a few months ago uh, when uh, Salem uh, decided to, um, to publish it, and so I was so disappointed that first time, but I have to tell you, Bill, it has been such a lesson to me in trusting God's timing. Because when I first wrote this manuscript, I mean, there were things going on in the world, but it was pre-COVID. It was pre-all of the things that we are seeing now happening uh, daily on the world stage. It was pre-some of these other issues that we are seeing uh, throughout the world. And... I don't know of any time, really, and and I love history just like you do, and have studied a lot of history. There, there have been, of course, obviously, some very difficult times throughout the world's history, but but I don't know, not more difficult in in many respects than what we see in our world today. I don't know anyone, literally, I don't know a single person that could not use a little assurance today. Of God's love for us and the enormity of that love and the steadfastness of that love, the diligence of it. And so in his in his perfect knowledge and in his perfect timing, 
I think that this book is is coming out exactly when he had ordained and planned because I have talked to so many people. I mean, I cannot tell you, and I know you have too, and interviewing people with your show and so on and so forth. So many people just say today, you know, I'm just um, – I'm, I'm sort of at the end of my rope. I, I just, uh, you know, or or they say, um, I just, um, you know, things are just waves of, of things are, are flowing over me. And I just wish I could, you know, feel God's love more, just wish I could sense it more. And so with that, I'm just, I'm just so uh, really humbled and honored that it is now uh, in print. I've already uh, beginning to get some some wonderful feedback. Again, I've prayed over every page in it um, and just pray that people who need that touch, who need that extra uh, bit of, of information and knowledge and just assurance that God is with us and he does love us and he stands uh, ready to to uh, to extend his arms around us and to give us that assurance and that uh, wonderful uh, fill that wonderful need sometimes in a heart that um, maybe some people have been so broken so hurt that they thought they could never places that could never be really uh, mended again so anyway that is sort of the the uh, the, the background the um, sort of the bird's eye view of the uh, the coming into being of, of this particular book, Extravagant Love. You know, you talk about uh, God's passion for us, but you also talk about the fact it's not just that he loves us. He loves us extravagantly. Tell us about that because that's one of the major themes of your book. Yes, it is. Um, we, we so often, I think, uh, as human beings, you know, we define things, and it's just the way we're made. You know, we define things by how we do them or how we experience them or how we feel them. And so a lot of times I think uh, we think of God's love, but we define it through the lens of our eyes. And if you think about it, um, human love can be very fickle. Uh, It can be uh, skimpy love. It can be thin love. Um, and I, I would suspect that most everyone within listening uh, of this show has probably had an experience at some time in their life of someone loving them in a, a, a fickle kind of way or a thin way, not really a committed way. And if we're honest with ourselves, Bill, I think we probably, probably each of us may have at some point in time uh, loved, our love may have been that way in return to someone. But it's not God's way. We cannot define his love according to human love. God's love is completely the opposite. He doesn't get up in the morning and irritable and say, you know, I just don't have time to, you know, uh, call that person I need to love or whatever. He's always available. Um, His love is never fickle. His love is never conditional. He loves us no matter what. When we turn to him, his love is there. It's steadfast. It's committed. And the extravagant part is this. Again, I think we often define things by human terms. It's, it's what we know. I mean, it's, 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 it's a natural thing, but it, it doesn't give us the information that we know about God himself. For example, we think of the word extravagant. 
I think most of us would probably say extravagance is, oh, you know, it's riches, material things, wealth. Maybe it uh, calls to mind uh, lots of clothes, lots of fancy cars. But what about a person who only had one change of clothes? What about a person who really didn't have a home, like a homeless person? Mm-hmm. What about a person who uh, depended on others for support, really for food, uh, was itinerant, uh, didn't have really a, a job that at the time of his, of his doing things that really brought in uh, steady pay? And yet, Jesus was the most extravagant person who ever lived. His love was so extravagant. He had time for every single person that came to him. It's, 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 it's really unbelievable when you think about it. And he was in a human body, so he got tired just like we get tired. Mm-hmm. And he got, uh, you know, his back would hurt, his feet would hurt. Um, and yet he always had time for people, and, and especially those who were really desperate and desperate need. And so he showed us in the most incredible kind of way the extravagance of the love of God. It's just really, really remarkable when you think about it. You know, Jesus taught in parables. However, um, you, well, you go back and you talk about some of the symbols and the ancient, you know, customs uh, from both Old and New Testament to bring to life the teachings in, in the Bible, especially about his love for us. Talk about that. All right. I heard you in your introduction say how much you love history. So do I. It was one of my, one of my, uh, it's absolutely one of my passions. Mm-hmm. So I picked out, I picked out 12 characteristics of God's love and I went through and found Bible verses, just maybe two or three for each chapter. And I took a deep dive into the history and whatever ancient symbols or customs were reflected in those passages. And I cannot tell you how extraordinary some of these passages really are if you know the history of the times, the ancient times, their customs, the things that happened. And it brings to life in such a remarkable way sometimes passages, two or three verses that we're so familiar with, but it it just adds such a richness, such a layer of understanding. Um, and some of them are just, I mean, they'll just, they're so powerfully um, important after you see what that, just one quick, for example, refining and the term fulling, which is the way that that was the uh, word for purifying linen or purifying textiles during the ancient times. Those two uh, professions were remarkable, and God uses those two things as symbols of some things that he does with us and for us. And so when you see the way it was, what the ancient symbols were and customs, the history, um, it just brings some of these passages alive in ways that are just really astounding. Now, I want to remind you that extravagant love is not just a a volume uh, to purchase for yourself. There are group uh, questions. So if you want to use this in your Bible fellowship group, if you want to have an opportunity for your small group to go through extravagant love, uh, there are uh, participation questions at the end of each chapter. So we're about out of time. But again, I want to recommend our Salem Book of the Month Spotlight, Extravagant Love, Exploring God's Passion for Us. My guest has been Carol Ingo. 
uh, Avria. And uh, with that, Carol, thanks so much for being with us and best wishes on this volume. Oh, Bill, it was my pleasure. Thank you so much. God bless. God bless you. Thanks for listening to Christian Outlook. Our program is coming to you today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you enjoy our podcast, take a moment and tell a friend to subscribe today.